Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello, everyone. My name is Manpreet and welcome to Through the Noise. Now, it's been an eventful week. We've obviously had some very tragic incidents uh, and ongoing escalation in the Middle East uh, between Israel and Gaza. And that, of course, is casting a, a sharp light on what is a key geopolitical risk. Though, interestingly, financial markets uh, thus far have, have displayed a fairly muted response with no major technical levels broken across equity bond or commodity markets. We also had quite a bit of volatility uh, in U.S. bond yields, uh, which, of course, that volatility remaining fairly elevated. Um, so quite a lot to discuss this week. And joining me today Today to discuss all of these and more, including what's going on in China, uh, I want to welcome Abhilash Narayan, uh, who's a senior investment strategist in the CI office and indeed a familiar voice, I'm sure, to many of you. So let's jump right in. Uh, Abhilash, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Clearly, a lot of focus on what's going on in the Middle East. Um, as financial market investors, though, what should we be looking out for? Uh, thank you, Manpreet. Uh, and clearly, what's happened in the Middle East is, is a terrible tragedy. Now, the market reaction over the next few weeks will depend on the how, on how the conflict evolves. From our perspective, we see two possible scenarios. So the first one is that we see a swift conflict that is contained between Israel and Gaza, like the 2014 war, without other parties getting involved. But the second possible scenario is that the conflict draws in major players, notably Iran, which could lead to disruption in oil supplies. Now, from a market reaction perspective, you know, what we see is that investors do not expect an escalation of the conflict ensnaring the broader region and something that could disrupt oil supplies. Now, the reason for this relatively benign market outlook is that, you know, major stakeholders in the Middle East do not have an incentive to see a broader conflict engulfing the region. They would rather prefer to confine and resolve the conflict among the involved parties. And in such a scenario, you know, Middle East oil supplies should keep flowing. And if you look at history, that suggests that Middle East conflicts that do not disrupt oil supplies do not have a lasting impact on on oil prices and indeed the global financial markets. However, uh, the second scenario where Israel reacts strongly is is one to watch out for because, you know, there is a risk that if that happens, uh, whether Iran and uh, its allies join the conflict is the key risk. And if they do, it could lead to a disruption in oil supplies, which could reignite inflation concerns and hasten an economic downturn. uh, And that could lead to a sell-off in risk assets. Now, US and European military and diplomatic efforts are seeking to prevent an escalation in conflict. And that is the silver lining, if any. Now, the latest geopolitical developments uh, increase our conviction on developed market government bonds. If anything, the pullback in bond yields this week has shown that high-quality bonds offer amongst the most attractive hedges against any escalation in geopolitical conflicts. Additionally, we think gold, energy sector, and defense subsector equities are likely to be good hedges against any escalation in the conflict. Thanks, Abhilash. I think that's a great summary and you touched on a few interesting asset class implications there. Uh, But let's dig a little bit deeper on each of the asset classes. I think starting with oil, uh, what do you see as the implication of oil prices, particularly in those scenarios you just touched on? Well, if you look at the drop in oil prices following the initial jump, of course, that suggests that investors are pricing in the first scenario of a uh, contained conflict, which is also our base case. Now, in this scenario, there is low risk of direct disruption uh, in oil supplies or even indirect uh, disruption through, you know, tightened sanctions on Iran, for example. Uh, And all of this means that oil supply is likely to see limited impact in the near term. Uh, 
Uh, we also think that geopolitical risk premium in oil could fade gradually if, if this, this scenario plays out. Uh, and that would mean that oil markets focus is likely to return to global demand and supply factors. That said, uh, you know, the probability of the second scenario is not negligible. If more regional players are drawn into the conflict, uh, reduced oil supply from the Middle East producers could drive oil prices substantially higher from current levels. Now, this could significantly hurt risk assets via poorer growth outlook and push inflation and bond yields higher. Okay, so I think that's definitely interesting on oil. But uh, what about FX markets? I mean, the currencies like the Canadian dollar in particular can be quite correlated to energy markets. But the dollar, US dollar, of course, uh, also a traditional safe haven. So what are your thoughts there? Well, if you look at the FX markets, uh, the reaction was, was, was quite in line with expectations. So initially, the dollar did jump higher due to safe haven demand. But then what we saw uh, during the week is that markets quickly shifted focus towards U.S. Fed official speeches. And several U.S. Fed officials suggested that central bank may not raise its benchmark interest rates any further than the current levels. And that led to, you know, a decline in, in bond yields earlier in the week. However, uh, naturally, you know, the, the upside surprise in CPI data, uh, which came out uh, on, on Thursday night, does muddle the picture somewhat. Nonetheless, we do expect dollar to, to gradually weaken uh, towards 104.70 in the near term. Now, if you talk about Canadian dollar, uh, dollar CAD pulled uh, back to its support of 1.35, uh, as we saw an initial jump in oil prices. Now, if the tensions between Israel and, and, and Hamas are, are short-lived, we think dollar CAD could be range-bound between 1.3490 and 1.3700. However, in the second scenario, uh, you know, where we see a sharp spike in oil prices, uh, if, if that were to happen, then dollar CAD could have further downside and it could test its medium-term support of 1.33. You know, additionally, if you think about uh, Canadian dollar, we've seen that Canadian job market remains remarkably resilient and wage growth uh, is staying above its five-year average. Now, all of this adds pressure on Bank of Canada to hike rate again. And if it does so, that would again be supportive for, for Canadian dollar in, in the next three to six months. All right. So let's maybe round it off with the discussion on equities, though. I mean, with this discussion of energy prices, uh, Canadian dollar, I mean, energy sector equities in the U.S. are another candidate that comes up. I mean, in, in your view, is that also another hedge investors could consider? Uh, that's a great point, Manpreet. So U.S. energy sector equities are highly correlated to oil prices. And in the current environment where oil prices face an upside risk in an escalatory scenario, as discussed earlier, energy stocks can certainly offer an attractive hedge. But if we dive a little bit deeper, you know, what we've seen is that energy producers have generally been very disciplined in their capital expenditure and production spending. And that has resulted in tight supply for oil and gas markets. Uh, a lot of the strong cash flows which have been generated by energy companies over, over the past few years have been returned to shareholders in form of buybacks and higher dividends. However, since start of July, the consensus earnings uh, growth expectations for 2023 have been uh, only slightly higher from minus 25.6% to minus 25.2%. Uh, and, and that may appear underwhelming given the fact that oil prices have rallied uh, almost 19% since start of July. What is important to remember is oil producers usually execute sales via contracts and they do under, undertake hedging, which results in earnings being more ups, in, in, being more stable, but also, you know, caps the upside to a certain degree. 
Now, we have the Q3 earnings season, uh, which is which is starting very, very soon. Uh, and corporate guidance from energy producers will be closely watched. So we expect the energy sector in U.S. to perform broadly in line with, with the broader U.S. equity markets over the next six to 12 months. But yes, if we do see any spike in oil prices, then that could lead to near-term outperformance of energy sector equities. Okay, thanks, Abhilash. I think uh, that does bring us to the end of today's podcast because I think that's all we have time for today. Uh, but as always, maybe if I can sum up some of the key takeaways. I think uh, Middle East, of course, big focus, but I think a scenario uh, view being important. A baseline scenario, of course, being that uh, the conflict remains geographically contained, uh, but there is an escalatory scenario that involves other players where oil prices, of course, could spike. Um, and in terms of the hedges we discussed, of course, there's the traditional volatility hedges like gold, uh, but really in currency markets, Canadian dollar potentially hedge against higher oil prices and U.S. energy sector equities, of course, uh, could also rally in a scenario where oil prices rise. So a few different things uh, to consider uh, on the hedging side. Uh, bond yields, of course, you know, still the top top hedge because there are other reasons uh, in addition to the Middle East why, why we like them. So thanks, Abhilash, for joining us today. And thank you, listeners, uh, for also taking time to listen in today. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the podcast and we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Uh, Thank you and have a great weekend ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details, visit Market Views on the go on our website or click the link in the description.